Um, so I slept in the tent and then I woke up around like five ish and like kind of sl- just was like, well, the sun's going to be a while to come up, but I want to start hiking soon. So I kind of just slowly got my stuff packed up, had a breakfast shake and tore down camp, packed everything away. And it's, by the way, my headlamp kept shutting off on the red light mode, which I think was running out of batteries and I forgot my phone charging cord. So, uh, so we learned a lot. This is through. Navigating the travel world doesn't have to be complicated. Whether you want to hack your points and miles, figure out where to travel next, or you just need advice on an ethical dilemma. I'm Aislinn Green, host of Unpacked by Afar. And in the brand new season, we are unpacking the most captivating and challenging topics in the travel industry, one conversation at a time. Topics like the sexiness of travel insurance and the perils of quote-unquote bad tourism, and even the secrets to flying with children and not losing your mind in the process. Listen to Unpacked by Afar wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I'm going to try to resist the urge to whisper because there's no one around. And here we go. Stakes come out. It's still completely dark. I'm going to finish drinking my breakfast. There's the trail. Now take a right and just start walking. Ooh. I would like this. There are the birds. That means the sun's coming soon, I hope. Ah, hiking in the dark sun so bad with a headlamp. That's what they're for. I just would be extra careful and not trip or twist an ankle. Because it is pretty rocky. Actually, considering that we slept on a foam pad on the earth, my body feels fine. I like walking. And it's so it's still dark. And so I'm using my headlamp and walking on the dark trail. And I'm like just talking and walking and making sure I don't trip on anything. Lit by the headlamp and I'm recording on my microphone. It's just rather dark. And I assume mountain lions are crepuscular. And we'll come out at dawn to hunt. I don't know if there are mountain lions around here though. Let me turn the gain up a little bit since I'm talking so quietly. And our recorder's running out of battery. Alright, we're off. Just got the weird sensation that I left something back at camp, but I checked. I didn't leave anything. Okay, so we're at kind of a fork. 
I think I know where to go. Perfect. It's a bit of an odd feeling that I am probably, no, I'm the only one in this park right now. As far as I know, there's probably someone else camping somewhere. But uh, in my area, I have not seen, I didn't see anybody. All right, so not much to talk about right now other than we're walking. See, note to self, I want to try to avoid that kind of thing, like saying, oh, there's not that much to talk about, or like being too self-addressing. So I just give us the highlights and leave it out of the commentary. And I'm recording on my microphone and I've been recording for a while and I go like, okay, I'm going to stop recording. All right, I'm going to stop recording for a little bit. And right when I say I'm going to stop recording, I look up the trail and just see glowing eyes. Oh, there were eyeballs. There were eyeballs on the trail. Oh my god. In the pitch black. There are eyeballs, I don't know what they are. I don't really want to walk any further. Like. Oh my god. Like. Is it a coyote or what? It's probably a coyote or something. Or a fox. Or a raccoon. Whatever it is, it's probably scared of me. Glad I didn't stop recording. Uh, so I see the glowing eyes and I kind of freeze and I'm like, oh. Those are glowing eyes. So I get out so my. You don't go walking at night. And your mom ever taught you anything? So I'm I'm fine. I made it in one piece. So I grabbed a rock and a trekking pole and I started to make a lot of noise. And we're gonna make a lot of noise. Let this thing know that we're coming. Hello, hello, hello. And it and it was looking at me and then it ran off. Whatever it was. Yeah, you don't even know. It what could have been a coyote, a fox, a bobcat. Yeah, I needed to get walking. It was already six o'clock. I wanted to be back here in reasonable time. I'm a little frozen. I'm getting over it. I don't see the eyeballs anymore. Whatever it was, it's probably scared of me. And we continue. I'm gonna talk at a higher volume, even though it's against my natural urge. I'm gonna talk in a low voice. Oh, now we're going through like a little Part where the trail's overgrown, which is very... I can't see around the corner. I see no more eyeballs. And we continue onward. Yeah, it's already six o'clock. I wanted to be back here in reasonable time. And uh, it's not my fault the sun takes forever to come up. But... Um, A little excitement. <laughs> right when I said I was going to stop recording. And I saw what looked like something maybe glowing, but I'm not sure. It'd be really nice if the sun could hurry up. I still probably have another hour before sunrise. Yeah, so I started making noise and scaring it away, and I, I was reminding it that I'm the most dangerous animal on the planet. <laughs> no visitors, please. No animals. Making as much noise as I can to warn you that I'm coming, and I am extremely fierce. I'm quite... I am a hungry predator on the prowl. Carrying a big rock in my hand and a big stick. Well, I said that I will change your climate so fast 
Um, you were no match for me and my carbon emissions. <laughs> and so I was just like talking and walking and making noise. And I'm talking to the recording. And then I get up probably like a hundred more yards. And there's like, there's a, a water down to my left. And I, it's still really dark. And I'm walking. And as I'm walking, I hear like, scurry, 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 scoosh, swim, swim, swim. Oh, like something got in the water. Uh, something oh, big. Oh my God. Oh, something is in the water and swimming away. That's definitely a larger animal. Hello. Maybe a deer? Oh, God. by some water and I just heard like thunk something either running through the water or swimming I hope it wasn't a mountain lion oh my gosh Cody I think it was just a deer yeah yeah I'm pretty sure it was a deer and that's that's what could have been looking at me too although those eyes looked very <laughs> feline like um and so I just continue to like make noise. Okay, here we go. Proceeding onward past the swimming animal, whatever it was. And we're looking to our left towards the water to make sure nothing comes out and surprises us. I think whatever it was skedaddled pretty, pretty quickly. Okay, let's keep going. And then a few minutes later, the sun came up, started to come up, and I could see, and, and I got back to the car. No. Yeah, it I mean, like your first night out. <laughs> well, that's probably that'd probably be the worst one. But it, it went well. Look out, wildlife! I'm. The most frightening species on the planet. You may have sharp fangs and claws, but I will change your climate so fast. Be ashamed if we had to cause some habitat destruction. Fear me, animals. You are no match for me and my carbon emissions. If you're enjoying Through and want to support the podcast and me on my journey, become a subscriber, aka a trail angel, on Through Plus on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. There you'll find a community of fellow enthusiasts and all sorts of bonus content. Through is a co-production of Spoke Media and Q-Code. This episode was produced by Carson McCain and Brigham Mosley with help from Kelly Kolf. The episode was written by Brigham Mosley. Mixed by InPal Audio. Our art is by Andrew Adams. Executive producers for Spoke are Aaliyah Tabakolian and Keith Reynolds. 
Executive producers for Q Code are Steve Wilson, Dave Henning, and Rob Herding. Special thanks to Noah Heller and Ellie Katapish. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.